Hi, this is Jesse, and you're listening to the Head Knocks Overdose Football Fix. It is Saturday, October 29th, 2022. Uh, this is podcast number 119. It's a beautiful fall Saturday morning, and I'm, I'm happy about it, and things are going good. So, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Head Knocks Overdose Football Fix podcast. I'm one of the hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Hi, folks. Beautiful. All right, we've got the Discord. Everyone can chat with us. I mean, everyone knows about it these days. Um, we've also got the segment start times down in the description below, probably. I might not do them today because I'm lazy. Um, and then we've also got to thank Levi Oki for all the beautiful artwork that he's provided us over all the years. And, again, some beautiful custom art would make a great Christmas gift. So something to think about. Um, Halloween is Monday, and the next thing you know it, you're feeling guilty for not being prepared enough. So ignore the supply chain. Have Carmen Bear draw you something beautiful for someone you love oh my god my battery's running low so um but yeah josh you go ahead and tell me how you're doing and give me a good probably 60 second answer to how you're doing because i gotta plug in my laptop yeah well i'm doing i'm doing um obviously today it's asher's asher's one day or one year one day um so he's a man um got a little bit of a birthday party with you know a few close friends and family and um, so been getting ready for that. And by, um, getting ready for that, I mean, Nikita's doing 90% of the work and I'm doing about 10, um, had a good birthday yesterday. He, uh, um, he got a new pickaxe, um, and a new, um, pair of work boots. So, and a one way ticket to the mines, uh, so he can go out and earn his keep. Um, and yeah, I just figured that's kind of how his birthday goes and how are you gar well josh that was perfect timing honestly you actually nailed that um i'm doing good i mean i'm I'm happy i'm down in the cities here i'm down to the ranges basement we are currently being supported by <clears throat> the mobile hotspot on my phone so that's always a joy but it's worked for us before and i actually have my big laptop and i brought my mic so things shouldn't at least sound as garbage maybe you'll hear my mic moving around because i don't have it stationary i'm just holding it but we should sound a lot better than we did um you know a tuesday and a half ago but uh, no, I'm doing good. I'm excited for Ash's birthday, and then I was invited to two adult Halloween parties tonight, both for the Mr. Dave Sousen and buddy of mine, Lucas, is having like a Halloween slash housewarming party, so I don't know what I'm going to do, but um, I mean, I'll probably make appearances at both. I think, I don't, I don't know, we'll figure it out. Too many people, I'm not supposed to be popular, why are people inviting me to things? So Well, probably because they know when you show up, you're going to bring bring a lot of smiles, bring a lot of joy. Um, the Dave party, I think I'm going to be able to attend. Um, looking wow. forward to that. Yeah. Are you bringing um, the missus so, too, or are you just leaving her at home with the kid? Uh, probably leaving her at home with the kid, I guess. I I mean, she she's adamant. I was, she adamantly says she's not invited, and I said, well, I'm going, so therefore, yes, you are. Um, but uh, she doesn't drink, and obviously with the kid, it's tough. And you know, I, the only thing that's kind of hanging me up is I don't know how I'm going to get home if I am drinking. So that's kind of the issue. Um, it's not like Al lives, you know, right across the street. But oh well, oh, we'll figure it out. Sure. Uh, yeah, but no, I'm I'm doing good. I'm excited about that. I'm excited to hear that snap you sent yesterday of Asher. You drowning? I guess Nikita drowning your son in cake was fucking hilarious. Yeah. No. It. Uh, 
So yeah, Corinne got that picture, Nikita's sister got that picture, and and I was very happy that that picture was taken because I I feel like if I was gonna do anything like as a joke, I would probably get that blown up into like one of those giant canvas frame prints and uh, hang it on the wall somewhere. As you should, the way God intended, dude. It's a nine foot by twelve foot photo of that. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's let's hop into the show here a little bit. I'm I am excited to come over a little bit later, and for, I guess it, well, this won't this won't matter to anyone listening. But I won't be able to upload the audio and the video until I go to Josh's house later and steals his Wi-Fi. But the only person listening live is Walter, so no one else will be able to hear that until it's already uploaded later. Anyhow, getting into the show here, we do a little start sit. Josh, the week you were gone, so last Saturday we had actually had a really rough time the week before, but then it looks like Walters actually helped us turn it around. Last week we went three for five. Looks like we had a good swing to the positive. How did we do last week and how are we looking overall if people are listening to our start sits this year? Yeah, so last week, uh, kind of with a trend, three out of five with a positive 23.65 point differential. Um, overall, 20 out of 35 uh, with a positive 38.63. Yeah, I'd seen them were a little rough. I didn't look at the matchups. Um, but then I also noticed like with how the scoring is done in this uh, accuracy challenge that we get these uh, who should I start um, they score a little bit differently than our league and so um, if we were going by their scoring it would have only been 2 out of 5 but with how our our league is set up it's 3 out of 5 so I just use our league because um, we're the superior um, platform. I mean, that makes the most sense. We're, yeah, we're given information based on what we know and technically this is still a podcast about our league right? even though you know, whatever. Even though, yeah. Yeah. Um, but all right, so we're doing all right. If you listen to us more often than not, you'll hit than miss. I mean, we're not going to be perfect, but over 500, we'll take it. Um, yeah. We got first this week, Josh. I believe this is a blast from the past, and I believe this is one we had just two weeks ago where we struggled on, but... Is it really? Huh. Well, you I mean, know, it's not we're your fault. You just again. get it from the website, right? Yeah, this is yeah, this is just what I like to call disappointments to the family. Um, Rogers at Buffalo, uh, or Stafford versus San Fran. I mean, I'd rather pick up Sam Ellinger off the waiver wire if um, you know that was a choice. But I mean, so again, if you looked at again, it was funny because we looked at two weeks ago. I believe you and I picked Rogers over Stafford, and this would have been week six. And we, I, you and I, both decided on um, Rogers, and Rogers had eleven point eight four, and Stafford had eleven point eight two. So literally, we were correct by only point oh two. Um, but, I mean, they're both very disappointing, and I'll just use the same logic I used last time. Stafford hasn't gone over 12 points in the last four weeks, and I guess he's coming off a bye, so that's nice. And it looks like Kyle just invited me to an Xbox Live party, but I'm not going to join that. Um, but, yeah, Stafford hasn't gone over 12 points the last four weeks he's played, whereas Rodgers has, other than the one 11-point week where we picked him, I guess you know Rodgers was saying, fuck you, he pretty much consistently has... You know, since week week two was 16, week three was 16, week four was 16, week five was 16, week six we picked him was 11.8, so maybe, you know, if we're ever going to pick Rodgers, he's going to go down. But then week seven last week at Washington, he was 15.7, so he is very, very consistently, no matter how poorly they're playing. He's hitting that 16, high 15 mark. And so I know Buffalo defense is one of the best defenses he's played. Uh, but Stafford's also playing that really tough San Fran defense. Um, Van Jefferson's not back. I have no reason, like, you know, the Rams didn't add any weapon over the 
um, over the buy that they had. So I have no reason to believe that Stafford's going to come out and all of a sudden hit up, put up twenty again. So I still got to, you know, go Rodgers here. Yeah, I agree with your logic there. I was thinking Rodgers just because it has, um, despite the anemic offense in Green Bay right now, they do have the opportunity for more of a shootout. I think whereas San Fran is going to try and maintain the. Like run the clock um, and hand keep the ball out of Stafford and Cup's hands, and then go from there. So um, I do think that the San Fran defense um, is better um, better situated to shut down Stafford than Buffalo is to shut down Rodgers. But um, Rodgers doesn't necessarily shut down, or defenses don't necessarily shut down Green Bay. It's literally um, Green Bay shutting down Green Bay. I read the <laughs> stat somewhere that between the twenties, uh, Green Bay is um, ranked like top five in efficiency and then no in the red zone they're like top five in efficiency and then between the 20s they are like bottom bottom negative so it's um a very interesting uh year for green bay fans and green bay in general so um but yeah i would go rogers in this situation all right, you and I agree that we're going Rodgers over Stafford. All right, next year, Josh, certainly you could call this category the who category, and I think that's fitting because as we started the season, neither of these guys, I mean, maybe at the very end of draft, people were taking Algier or whatever just because they didn't know what you know the Flash is going to be doing, but we've got Tyler Algier, Algier versus Carolina, or we've got Chuck Foreman at Atlanta. Or not Chuck Foreman, Chuck Foreman's his dad, Jesus. Um, De- Deonta Foreman at Atlanta. So two backup running backs who have now been thrust into the starting role because cmc got shipped out of town and uh you know cp is on the on the ir um you know what are you thinking here do you like algier at home versus carolina or do you like deonta foreman at atlanta um i think that with how carolina did against tampa bay last week they'll be you know a little bit fired up um obviously they got rid of the problem in cmc i'm holding them back um Dante Foreman uh we looked at it last week where um Deontay Foreman had a you know 100 yards I believe um or over 100 yards decent outing um and then this week he doesn't have to split with Chuba Hubbard uh so that's going to be a, a boost in his um usage so I'm going to go I would lean Foreman in this situation um I don't know do you have any strong thoughts either way no, I mean, I think it's worth noting that Atlanta's just fucking weird. So, like, um, you know, Algier was pretty was pretty heavily splitting with um, with Caleb Huntley. And then last week when they were down all, all game to Cincinnati, that's when Algier got his most carries. He had 16 carries. And a lot of those came, like, as I said, they were down the whole game. So what Atlanta's doing with their running backs is very confusing. Um, but it does seem like they want to continue to split – um, or they'll give, they'll give Tyler Algeo the rock while they're losing, which I don't I don't know what's going on over there. But I definitely want to go rock Deontay Foreman with you. I mean, he is I believe he was questionable. I don't know if that injury designation has left. Um, but I guess I don't think anyone is saying anywhere that he's sitting. Um, and we just saw what Cincinnati could do to Atlanta last week, whereas Carolina beat um, Tampa Bay, the divorced the divorced Buccaneers. But um, I definitely want to rock Deonta Foreman with you. Not that we really have a lot of we don't have a lot of consistent stats to go on. Deonta Foreman's just had the one game, which was like a you know a weird game to go off of. But I I, I feel in my truthiness Deonta Foreman over Algier, and that's what I want to stick with. All right, moving on. We've got the old man versus the child, as in Tyler Lockett versus the New York Giants versus Chris Olave versus the Las Vegas. Um, this one was kind of a toss-up for me because there's no DK. Lockett has had some solid weeks. He gets targets. Uh, they throw the rock. Um, it should be a good game with New York Giants playing how they're playing. Um, and then Olave is kind of the, the 
he's the peep or he's the target machine target monster in um new orleans um he's got the red rifle throwing it to him um las vegas you know they should make it a game because they're both kind of middling teams um so i'm i guess if i were to pick one i'm leaning olave just because he is going to have a little bit more targets um seattle's been running the ball a lot lately with ken walker um and so that's kind of where i'm leaning but i'm not necessarily too strong in one way or another gar how are you feeling yeah, I mean, you mentioned like the biggest benefit to Lockett um, is the fact that DK Metcalf is supposed to be out. I mean, there's it sounds like there's a very small outside chance he can play, but I mean, I think most people are assuming um, DK Metcalf is out. And, you know, Tyler Lockett's questionable himself um, with a little bit of a hamstring, and we all know that hamstrings can be very tricky. It does seem like Tyler Lockett's going to play, but I mean, just because he's playing the harder defense in the Giants and just because... Um, you know, he has a little bit of a questionable designation himself. Who knows if he tweaks something in game? I would feel much, much more comfortable going Olave. Um, when he hasn't been missing time, he's very consistently been seeing a high, you know, a high target number. Week two was 13. Week three was 13. Week four and five was seven and six. He missed that week six game, but then he came back roaring last week against Arizona with 14 targets. So, I mean, where there's opportunity, there's going to be, um, production usually usually they correlate not necessarily always cause eight but i would feel very comfortable going with olava here over vegas andy dalton's still the starter they've had chemistry last week so give me olave yeah um and then moving on to the 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 flex where we usually do uh three or more we have brandon Ayuk at los angeles rams i skipped one so let's just go with uh loose ends which was the tight end category and i say loose ends because they've been on the injury report probably not in your starting lineup too frequently even though they um should be they would have been last year uh, we've got dalton schultz versus chicago or dawson knox versus green bay yeah i mean i guess what, what do you think about this one first josh i want i want to hear you first baby you know it's kind of tough to say because dawson knox um Dawson Knox was, is, has kind of been in and out. Green Bay, you know, if, if it's anything like they're predicting, it's going to be, you know, three possessions for Buffalo, and then they're just going to run the rest of the game because they'll already be up 21 rip. Um, and then uh, <laughs> for Dalton Schultz, he got me eliminated from the uh, Jordan's Guillotine League, so I kind of have a sour taste in my mouth about him, but he is going up against a team that I'm um, just kind of finding their stride. Um, and so it could be, it, it, I mean, it's very possible that it's a good game um, with um, offense production. Um, and so I'm just going to go with, you know, if, I guess with Green Bay being who they are this year, I'm going to go with Dawson Knox kind of leaning that direction. Um, but I wouldn't be opposed to Schultz either. I mean, that's interesting because I was definitely leading Schultz again, or I shouldn't say again, but I was leading Schultz myself, and I did pick up Schultz and Jordan's guillotine, and now I wish I would have played him because I started Andrew Mark Andrews in that league, and he got me, what, three points, so that's stellar. Whoa, he got you 6.3 because it's PPR. I mean, very disappointing still, but... Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't. I didn't really care either way. The only reason Dawson Knox looks a little sexier is because he got that touchdown last week, which is his first touchdown of the year. Um, they are coming off a bye, so who knows exactly what's going on. But I really don't have a dog in the fight. If someone held a gun to my head, I'd pick Schultz. But if you feel more compelled towards Knox and you know the Packers better, I'll take Knox. Dude, that doesn't bother me. All right, well, if someone's holding a gun to your head, let's just go with Schultz. <laughs> There's, there's not. I was saying hypothetically, if I was making a decision solo. No, that's what they want you to say, Gar. Um, I, I can, I can tell. There, there's somebody there. 
<laughs> Ranch, what are you doing? Uh, he's currently walking around upstairs. I can hear him moving. All right, yeah, Walter, put your pistol away, your water pistol. <laughs> um, but, all right, so we can go with Knox then. We'll just go with Knox because we always get two wrong, it seems. Um, so if we're kind of toying with one and then I said we'll go Schultz, you said Schultz. Um, is kind of where you're leaning. Let's just go Knox. Let's just kind of, let's just kind of try and trick the let's fantasy out, world. Let's outsmart ourselves here. Yeah. Right. Um, and moving then, on to the section that whoa, I tried to start and whoa, then I whoa, didn't start. Gar, whoa. go ahead and talk. Yeah. You, I let me, Josh, please. Um, yeah, the section you started didn't finish. I mean, we've got Brandon Ayuk at the Los Angeles Rams. This is just kind of the the flex appeal spot. We've got Debo Samuel out, so Brandon Ayuk looks looking sexy playing at the Rams. We've got James Conner who was not playing, so I would not pick him, but he's playing at Minnesota. James Conner already um, ruled out, and then we have Daryl Henderson versus San Fran. Daryl Henderson was questionable throughout the week he moved to healthy cam Akers will be held out again so really we come down to two here Ayuk with an out with an out samuel at the rams or henderson at home versus san fran and they will both have kind of their lead roles as their their complement slash backups are out so um we've got Ayuk here or henderson and I would just initially lean Ayuk um because that you know san fran rush defense is brutal but what are you thinking josh yeah no i would um i I would lean Ayuk as well um just because debo's out and they have i mean Ayuk had like 11 targets in the last two games so um he's been you know they've been trying to feed him the ball he had two touchdowns two weeks ago last week he had 80 some yards so um he's definitely getting his um his work in uh Instead of Connor, since I didn't know he was ruled out, um, but we could do Eno in place of that. Walters commented he's going to say it was his idea, but I already thought about it. But I wanted to let you finish. Um, so I don't, I don't know if that changes your opinion on that. It doesn't change mine. Um, but I, so I would still lean Ayuk if we were to put Eno in instead of Connor. Uh, let me pull up Eno's uh, numbers real quick. Uh... Last week, he had 12 carries for 92 yards and a tud. He also had four receptions for 21 yards. So in half-point PPR, because I always pull up in sleeper instead of our ESPN league, but half-point PPR, he would have had 21.3 points. And if I'm math and in full-point PPR, that would have been 23.3. So, um, I mean, that's a really good performance against New Orleans. Um, they're playing us this week. They, I mean, I... I don't know. I hope the game ends up being a shootout just because that's a little bit more fun to watch. We'll also take a couple more years off my life, but I mean, their, their offense should be able to move. Our defense hasn't really been anything special. So, I mean, Eno Benjamin, he's definitely up there. He's a consideration against Ayuk. Um, because I mean, I mean now what that if Debo Samuel out does Jalen Ramsey just shadow Brandon Ayuk all game? I don't know, or if, I don't know if um, Jalen Ramsey just sticks to a side or if he shadows the number one. But I mean, so obviously Brandon Ayuk will get a little bit more attention. I still think the most upside is there in Ayuk, um, but I'm certain like Eno Benjamin's a sexy option for sure. Um, I would I would still go Ayuk though, and then Benjamin second, and then Daryl Henderson a distant third. Yeah, that's kind of that. That makes sense. That would be kind of where I'm leaning on this one. Um, so yeah, we'll lock in Ayuk, um, and we will move on to Ayuk. Our yeah, well, sometimes Ayuk can rally. Um, FanDuel favorites, just at least one more if you want. Yeah, Josh, uh, who you liking? 
Uh, this week, I love DeAndre Swift. He's coming back. He's not carrying an injury designation into the game, so I always love to see that. We love to see a recovering king out there. Uh, so DeAndre Swift at 7,500. Like they're not pricing him at like elite running back level, and they're playing. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it wasn't Miami. Like a, yeah, it wasn't like a very super scary opponent. Um, so DeAndre Swift for 7,500 against Miami. I don't see why not. Uh, we know what he's capable of. We know what that ceiling is. So if he is actually healthy, I'd, I'm playing Swift. And then I also really like Irv Smith this week. Not because I think Irv Smith is special. Irv Smith is a big disappointment, I'd say, 95% of the time. Um, but... We've seen the Cardinals' defense. The trend has been, from what I remember, they've given up a lot of points to tight ends this year. And so that one week where Juwan Johnson of the Saints, like he went off for like 22 points, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I believe all year the Arizona Cardinals have been more generous than not to the tight end position. So that's just, you know, the over the – remember the linebackers stink or whoever plays middle safety in their cover three or whatever. Whoever's playing that middle of the field where the tight ends are probably hanging out, they seem to stink. And so Irv Smith um, – if he, if we're following the trends here, Irv Smith should have an opportunity to have a really good week. And um, you know the the great the most expensive tight end in FanDuel this week is sixty nine is like a sixty nine hunch Kittle because there's no Kelsey this week within the noon or three games they're in a bye. Mark Andrews already played on Thursday, so Kittle's the most expensive tight end at sixty nine hunch. So there's really not that true premium option. So I'm gonna roll with Irv Smith this week for five G's. Solid, solid. Um, um, I went with uh, Tony Pollard, and so he's only 6,300 uh, this week. And with Zeke being ruled out, that's a pretty solid value for a team that likes to run the ball and kind of have a balanced attack. Um, and so, um, he's had, you know, he's had some big games. He's had some duds, but he's had some big games. And now that he has a little bit more opportunity to be a feature back, it's a, um, it could be a good game for him. Um, with the, and then I also uh, toss in a defense, the commander's defense, only 3,400 going up against the Indianapolis Colts and Sam Ellinger, um, who only has three preseason games under his belt. Um, so it might be, a, might be a good opportunity for you to get a really cheap defense. I'm not saying commander's D is very good, um, but they, they do have a um, unknown quarterback or a quarterback that is, you know, his ability in the NFL during regular season is unknown um, coming in and starting midseason. Yeah, all right. I love it. Uh, moving on to the FanDuel bus of the week. And for the record, I'm starting San Gallagher in one of my leagues, so we'll see how that goes. But um, FanDuel bust of the week. This week, Josh, we've got Ken Walker for 84 Hunge playing the New York Giants. Now that's going to be sacrilege. Everyone loves to ride the hype. Um, but Ken Walker, I mean, that Giants, we've seen it you know, all year. We have to believe in the Giants at this point. They're 6-1, and one, and not every single game is a fluke. They're figuring it out. Their defense is solid. Danny Dash is a solid. Um, so Ken Walker, I mean, he'll, he could easily still have like 10 fantasy points, maybe even 15 fantasy points. But if you're talking like in FanDuel, you do want some people who are just consistent, but we really want values. That's how you can stretch your dollars the furthest. And so I don't think Ken Walker is going to be an absolutely stud stellar value this week. And so for that reason, he's going to be my bust. 8400 is pretty expensive for someone playing that pretty rock solid giant defense. Who yeah, you, my bust. My bust of the week is. Um, Mr. Cod, Kyler Murray, $8,200 quarterback. I believe he was like in the top two or like top five for pricing. Um, Cod just came out. We've seen the statistics. Stats don't lie. Um, so I'd avoid Kyler Murray, um, even if he is going up against the Minnesota defense, which tends to surrender uh, points to everybody except for week one quarterback. Interesting. I definitely would not have called him a bust, but I mean, you 
we're, we've been talking yo-yos. I mean, your you, your fantasy season has been much superior to mine this year. So, you know, maybe I – what what the hell do I know, really? Um, but, yeah, that's interesting because I, 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 I assume our game's going to go gear up to a shootout, like I said earlier. But, you know, again, I know fucking absolutely nothing. Uh, moving on to sleeper over under contest. I last week I had told the folks I needed to recalibrate. I had just kept losing a bunch in a row, um, and so I was like, "Nah, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll we'll wait a tick, and then I think I'm going to wait one more week here, and then we'll get back into degenerate gambling." Josh, I assume you're going to do the same, or do you? Are you going to hop in there and get some weeks in before Sunday, or some bets in? I'm I'm probably going to be a degenerate and get some in there, but I don't have I haven't looked yet because I'm in the same boat as you where I've. Um, rattled off quite a few losses in a row, um, trying to trying to turn my luck around. And you know, I'm, I'm thankful we get all that free money because I'm still technically in the positive. Yeah. But if I'm looking at my sleeper account uh, for this year, um, it's 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 been bad. It's sixty down. All right, well, let's go ahead and we'll give a little shout-out quick then to some bets that have already been put in. JWoww, um, JWoww is now, or I guess it looks like he joined Tyler, so I guess we'll give Tyler the credit. Um, but, yeah, JWoww joined Super T's five-leg contest. We've got Greg Dulcich, um, tight end for the Broncos. He like They like them over 33.5 receiving yards. They like DeAndre Hopkins, over 72.5 receiving yards. They like Justin Fields, over 47.5 rushing yards. They like Raheem Mostert over 68.5 rushing yards and then like elijah moore over 2.5 receptions um i doubt that's gonna hit but um you know that's the contest tyler put together and jay wow and sorry miss jackson have joined it so that's a bet that's already in there and i'm trying to see if anyone else has already put in some football numbers looks like almost everyone just joined t's contest al joined it glick joined it so it looks like five people all have this five piece going good for them um, but that's the only football bet I can see that's already been put in for this Sunday. And we do have a s- Sunday morning game, I believe. Who's in? I forget who's in London. Someone's in London, I'm pretty sure. So uh, we'll have a 9.30 game, I believe. So that'll be nice. But I, yeah, I don't think I'm going to put any more bets in, or maybe I'll sneak in a Vikings bet at a boredom. But no sleeper over under this week for me. Um, and then just real quickly, Josh, get into the weekly preview. I'm going to pull up the slate of games here because I didn't have a chance to write them down. But, I mean, are you? do you have any excitement at all for the Packers game um, playing the Buffalo Bills? Do you, or do, you guys ex- do you expect you guys to just get absolutely fucking throttled? Yes. The second one? Both. Um, I do have excitement. I mean, it's still Green Bay Packers football. It's, our, it's a superior product on the football field. Um, and... Uh, it it'll be it'll be you know a game to watch. Obviously, Rodgers I think is like twelve and zero in in prime time in his last twelve games or something like that. So it's you know we'll just see how that goes. Obviously, got a lot to work on. Um, I would say that Rodgers isn't necessarily the problem. He's not doing his best. He's not playing like world world beater. But um, if they can if the guys can turn it around, kind of eliminate the mental mistakes that they're clearly making. Um, even I have seen them on the TV, and I don't pay much attention. Um, but uh, you know, we could have a good game. I doubt we have a good game. But yeah, I'm interested. Just I mean, I have Josh Allen in a league, so that kind of helps my interest. Sure. And I, that's one thing I did want to touch on myself is it's just like. I mean, because we watch the tape and no one can really say who's at fault for this or that. But like, there's so many people out there saying that, um, 
Rodgers is missing throws and this and that. And I mean, you could watch the games and be like, yeah, Rodgers is just like, he didn't get the receiver. He's throwing to, he's throwing over, he's throwing under this or that. But I mean, if, if the storyline has all season has been, these receivers are so garbage or they're just out of sync or this or that, like Rodgers isn't always just throwing like to wherever he sees a guy's hands are and throws to, you know, throws to where they are. There's plenty of routes in the league where Rodgers will throw before they're out of their cut or this or that. And then, so if the receiver just runs too far or they just, their timing's off, Rodgers' pass will look bad. And I can't believe I'm defending Aaron Rodgers right now. I should just, you know, I'd rather jump off a bridge. But, like, if that rec- if the timing is off between Rodgers and the receiver, uh, the pass will look like Rodgers underthrew it. But that, it could just be that the receiver ran too far or, you know, his he was too late in his cut. Like, there's plenty of things that Rodgers could be doing right. I mean, you, we could just say he's bad and he's obviously not perfect. So he's definitely capable of making mistakes, too. But... You know, just because a pass looks under or over or whatever, that isn't necessarily on Rodgers. Um, you know, there's, pl- there's probably plenty of times where he's throwing before they're where they're going to be to catch the ball. So um, it's, it's 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 really interesting. I really I wish. I mean, Rodgers goes on McAfee every Tuesday. I wish there was more of a breakdown of, yeah, this one was my fault, this one wasn't my fault. Not that he's going to sit there and break down every play, but I would be interested to know how much um, blame Rodgers gives himself for fucking up or if it's truly, like, in Rodgers' minds, 99% on the receivers or whoever else just missing assignments or running the routes poorly or whatever. So that's that's I'm interested in that. Because on, on TV, it can look so clear that Rodgers is missing throws. But, you know, I mean, you've played football. You know a lot more goes into it than just Rodgers bad. So, Yeah, no, it's – it's if, if if it's an incomplete pass, it's not always on the quarterback. I mean, there's drops involved. There's um, timing routes. There's um, a lot of different things that can go into effect. Um, obviously, you know, if the O-line breaks down and Rodgers is scrambling, it could be a throwaway. Um, but yeah, it looks, I mean, from the looks of it, there, there have been a lot of those like, um, miscues timing routes. I think there's been like, I think that green Bay has four players in the top 10 for drops this season, which is just an amazing set. Um, and then, um, but, but I'm not saying Rogers is, you know, not guilty because he's had some passes that were behind receivers, um, like on the short bubble screens and those ones, you know, you know, they're not supposed to go behind the guy. So it's, uh, um, it's been interesting so it's whatever football right uh the sunday morning game i did look it up here we've got denver going i think jacksonville Texans, the home team but they're both in london russell wilson doing high knees up and down the aisles of the plane i'm sure you read that playing the london team that almost moved to london still could the jacksonville jaguars both teams two and five is that enough to get you up by 8 30 watching tv i know you're a church boy or do you not care so much for that early sunday morning matchup I mean, it'll be, I'd watch it. It's going to be interesting. There's some fantasy implications there for some of the guys, or for some of my leagues. Um, yes, I'll, I'll already be up. I'll be at church probably at that time or leaving to go there. Um, I, I don't, I'll probably be doing high knees in the car ride over just because, you know, trying to trying to get my Mr. Unlimited um, workout in. Grab a danger um, witch from Subway on the way. Oh, yeah, duh. Um, that's right. Um but yeah, no, that goober needs to just stop. I agree <laughs> with you. He needs to go full heel. I, we're going to find out. Like, He's going to retire. And he's going to you know, probably get into the Hall of Fame at some point. After his Hall of Fame speech where his, you know, his short circuit happens or whatever, um, we're going to find out that there, he's not the real Russell Wilson. The real Russell Wilson is an exa- identical lookalike um, human living in a basement with like 
75 kittens and he's testing out like um, mind control devices on these kittens and um, that's that's going to be the real Russell Wilson. He, it's going to come out. He's just involved in some huge scandal. That would be alarming. Um, but yeah, so very quickly, then we'll get the hell out of here. I'm excited for the Vegas Saints game. That should be exciting. Both teams, I think, who are better than the record indicates. So we'll see what they can do. Um, the Jets, can they beat Billy B? Um, can they you know, capture exactly what Chicago captured, or does Billy B bounce back? Um, don't really care about Philly. Um, I'm interested to see how Sam Ellinger does. We already called out the Washington Colts um, game. Two teams that have are much better than everyone thought they'd be. The Giants are playing the Seahawks. We've talked about that a little bit. I'm excited for that game. That's a 3:30 game. Then we've got the NFC West: San Fran versus the Rams. That one should be exciting. And then Sunday night, whoo, Packers Bills. We'll see, but a lot, of, a lot of fun football this weekend. I think hopefully, um, hopefully a little bit more exciting as well. I think the scoring was down. I mean, scoring is down across the league in general, but scoring was down last week too. So, hopefully, if nothing else, we've got some exciting football to watch this weekend. And that's all I got, Josh. So you go. Unless you have anything else you want to say, you can go ahead and hit that go Packers, and we can get the hell out of here. Yeah, nothing else. I guess the next show that we have, since it'll be eight o'clock on Tuesday, it'll be the trade deadline will be over, so we should have some of those to report. If there's anything big that happens, Green Bay Ooh. trades for a wide receiver, maybe Green Bay does not trade for a wide receiver, maybe. Do you probably. want AJ Green? That's been the name linked to you guys, right? Yeah, the names that have been linked to me or linked to the Green Bay Packers have absolutely done nothing for me other than DJ Moore. Um, he might be the only guy that would be worth trading for if they trade for AJ Green. It's just literally they're like they've given up. They're trying to. They, they're trying to turn this team into a retirement home. Um, we've already got a 95-year-old tight end and um, big dog, Mercedes Lewis. We've got um, Randall Cobb, who is, well, he's hurt. Um, we've got Sammy Watkins, um, who is still a person. Um, it's just, yeah, bring A.J. Green in here, and then they can go play bridge on Wednesdays or whatever their <laughs> off day is. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, so yeah, that's that. I forgot about the trade line deadline. That's a good point. I wonder if it, you know how many other pieces will move. You know, probably no one's going to move before the Sunday games at this point. But there could be a lot of action that Monday or that you know that Tuesday before. I think it ends at four p.m. or three p.m. Whatever it is, Eastern. But. Um, I think 4 p.m. Eastern, I want to say. Who knows? doesn't matter. Trade deadline coming up, so we'll have stuff to talk about Tuesday night. Um, but, yeah, that is the show, everyone. We appreciate you so much for listening. Walters, thank you for listening live as long as you did. Walters had to get out of here as well. Uh, but, yeah, Josh, hit your go Packers. And, oh, I guess we can just talk about this during the music, but I did not end up getting Asher a gift. I know you said it was cool for me to not bring anything, but if you want to go ahead and warn the wife, and then if she brings a shotgun as I approach the house, I understand. But I didn't get anything, so I'm garbage. That's okay. No worries. Um, but yeah, go Packers. I'll see you in a bit. Whee! Why isn't the music playing? Uh, all right. Well, whatever, Josh. I'll fix the music later. You can go ahead and get out of here. I'm sure you've got a party to get um, to get ready for. So yeah, I gotta go pick up dog poop and put in the gift bags for people. <laughs> go put it in uh, with the uh, go go get yourself another metal Chili. trash can and then just get her going one more time. Oh yeah. All right, deuces. All right, go Packers. There we go.